Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Wait for the perfect time to attack. Don't give up what you want, take it back. Wait for the perfect time to attack. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the studio. It is your wrestling mayhem show. It is episode Wrestling Mayhem of the Dance Show. Yeah, 253. 253. What is it? 253. Right here. It's the third uh, show of this 11 year. It's, 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 it's. <laughs> 20-11. I was trying to figure out if I was going to get religious there. As you see, we have a sexy body. We have a new member, Bert, of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Um, just, he's just going to be looking at you. Uh, but joining oh, I us. I shot you with those eyebrows. Oh. <laughs> joining Ooh. us, of course, is straight from the Bronx. He's made his way back home. Mad Mike, how you doing this week, sir? I'm doing awesome, even though I'm a little tired because I dashed all the way home from Pittsburgh. Because, as you all know, I am dashing Mad Mike. <laughs> Fantastic, sir. How was that ride home? I mean, the dash home, of course. Uh, you were you were here all last week for the uh, the uh, uh, special five year party. Sorg, Sorg, the five year party was so insane, and 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 the ride home or the dash home was like all my rides, long and arduous. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, also with us from his deep dark lair, uh, not Russell fans' mom, DJ Lunchbox. How you doing tonight? Oh, Ooh. yes. Rest, uh, rest of fans bomb does like to come in my deep, deep whoa. dark lair. Whoa, whoa. That's neither whoa. here. Right there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's it? That's all you got for an intro? <laughs> wait, no, wait. Does anybody else hear that? No, that's all you. It's all in I'm, your head. I'm serious. I hear, I hear a train. I hear somebody making choo-choo noises. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little high. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I am uh, <laughs> just finally getting back on my feet after throwing up everything I've eaten for the past for all day. It's been a rough day, but I'm here for the Wrestling Mayhem show uh, for you folks. Pull out my teeth for you guys. So <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. What's up? <laughs> hey. And, of course, you don't see him behind me. We're doing some new stuff with the Skype. He's across from me. Uh, the Wrestle Fan. How you doing? I'm doing great. And, uh... I'm doing extra great if you listen to the WRS Gold this week uh, for a little uh, little something special uh, that's going on too here in the Wrestling Mayhem show, whether I like it or not. <laughs> Damn straight. Damn straight whether you like it or not. That's right. Uh, that's right. If you have a little, uh, if you have the WMS Gold app on your iPhone, uh, iPad, iDevice, iPod Touch, or Android devices now. Look up the wrestling show, I'm told, on your Android. Uh, you will, uh, find out what is going into the WrestleFan project. And, uh, you can contact us about that and anything else about the <laughs> Wrestling Mayhem show. Uh, of course, we're on Twitter at Mayhem Show. So you can hear all the updates, see when we go live, see when we're changing the plans, see what's going on in general. Or you can contact us at Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And we got the hotline, of course, as always, 
WMS0, that's 9670, if you don't have letters on your finger phone. Um, Call us when you're drunk. Call us when you're drunk, please. We'll be working on a little bit. Of course, SorgatronMedia.com got an overhaul uh, over this weekend. We're still overhauling it. Uh, there's going to be a little, some changes all the way across the board. There's a little bit of a look at the iPhone app right there. That's as well as it looks over Skype. Uh, but you get the idea. The, the video's on there. The show's on there. You can call us from that app right there straight. So when you are drunk and can't remember, you remember your little icon, which is, of course, on your front page of your iPhone iPod, iPhone, uh, that says Wrestling Mayhem mm-hmm. Show and says, I'm going to call those motherfuckers because I'm drunk and that's the perfect time to communicate. Um, yeah, call yeah. us when you're drunk. But- Send us pictures of your butthole. Send us pictures of your friend's butthole. Um, yes, but of course you can send those to Good Time to Wrestling Mayhem Show. Care of DJ Lunchbox likes the bunghole uh, for that Spice last part. Spice up my work day. <laughs> I actually um, prefer boobs as opposed to the bunghole. Exactly. Just saying. I don't I care used- if they're guy boobs or girl boobs. But, you know. Beggars uh, you should, should kind of care if they're guy boobs or girl boobs. Not, apparently not when they're just pictures for the Mad Mike. He is indiscriminatory. Well, yeah, not when they're just pictures sent, sent to goodtimes at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Good, exactly. times. good times. Good times. Good I'm going to send a picture of my man titties right now. <laughs> to who? To us? To, to good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. All right, before we get 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 <laughs> too big into this, I, I want to thank uh, V-Rock on the Twitters of uh, Veronica. Yes. Uh, she was there in full effect last last week uh, for the Mayhem uh, five year party. She has some tremendous pictures up over on her Flickr. Uh, what's uh, she's V underscore Rock on Twitter? Hey, what's her uh, what's her WordPress? I, I can't remember the address off the top of my head. V Rock Studios, mm. I believe. If you look mm. V Rock Studios, you'll find it. V Rock Studios dot WordPress dot com, I believe. Uh, but speaking so, yeah. speaking of the devil, she just texted me oh, asking yeah? if I'm coming to her show on Friday. That's right. She's having a gallery showing this Friday, so hit her up on Twitter for more details. Yeah, that'll be up in Butler, PA. Uh, I'm I, I'm looking to attend myself. Uh, it, well, not by my not completely by myself. Uh, I will be dragging the wife along as well. Uh, so it's really good, really cool to see a friend of the show uh, doing some really cool things with photography. Uh, so go check out that. She's got a lot of great stuff from uh, Scarehouse from this past year, a lot of other cool stuff, oh, yeah. too. It's going to picture my titties. <laughs> Tremendous. Um, let's get right into the fan mail. I know we got a couple of them in there. A couple just came in over the past couple of hours, so I have not been able to review these. I'm wondering if you guys may have gotten the heads up on them. Uh, Sorry, I never read I have, anything. I, I have, want my reactions for the Mayhem oh, audience to be pure and genuine. There you go. There you go. The like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing pure about this show. There's nothing that that's about right. Does anybody want to do the Riz that mail? Is, that's foul, dirty lie, Rebel fan. Oh, I'll take the there are, there are certain right. things that are pure. Hey, the Wrestle fan. One of them doesn't happen to be your mother. Oh. He's still going. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, WMS. <laughs> yes, the Royal Rumble. <laughs> he always starts like the Royal Rumble has increased the number of superstars from thirty to forty, which will only make the Rumble more interesting, to say the least. But as the superstars increase, dot dot dot, let's take a look back at all of the great increases in history. Number five. Whoa, War Games. <laughs> I'm starting out with a wrestling stipulation, so sue me. A tag team cage match? No. 
A gigantic cage which covers two rings for more entertainment, more carnage, and more awesomeness. The coolest cage match ever. Lies. You know what? Let's, let's hold back. No, no, no. no. Well, first, okay, we'll get we'll get the, the your 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 what, what what you think here in a mad uh, in a second, Mad Mike. But the coolest thing about How war do you games. Know what I think it is. Huh? How do you know what I think the coolest cage match is? I, I thought you were saying lies for that. I, I hold on a second. Uh, shit. Uh, no, the thing about war games wasn't the bullshit war games that was later when it was NWO and One Warrior Nation and all that crap. Uh, <laughs> like, like the early days when there was like Abdullah the Butcher and they'd sneak a hammer in. Okay. A hammer and other <laughs> devices of mass destruction. Now, I did not get to watch a lot of these early ones, but the pictures in Pro Wrestling Illustrated, because I didn't have cable, remember, were really cool. And, <laughs> and, 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 and that's, that's my early experience from that. And that's why I, I'm so you're, talking about, you're not talking about the one with the electric chair, right? No, 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 no. That's Halloween no, Hobbit. That one was else. fucking awesome. No, all right, I don't the electric so. chair was the shit because when I was where I was growing up, we had a video store and they had like a handful of wrestling videos, and I would fucking rent that Halloween Havoc all Dude, the time. I tell you what, we had that. That was like the only WCW one that they had there, and I never rented it because yeah. I would not rent anything but WWF. By the way, <laughs> shout out from Steve from the Tech Buzz, who uh, on Instagram put out his uh, his WWE co- collection, including some old like WWF Yokozuna magazine. Some I think he has like the WrestleMania Seven program. Really impressive. So I want to toss that out there. Uh, the te- the Tech Buzz If you want to check out what he's doing, uh, some really cool tech stuff. So um, go go ahead. Uh, oh man, Mike, did you have something to toss in on that? Oh no, I was just gonna say the best extent expand cage match was the triple cage from ready to rumble okay okay we, we were no, not- i love that <laughs> tremendous <laughs> no, and then they tried to bring it back it's like at an actual wrestling pay-per-view and then it was just bad then david arquette gets about wrestle fan what's next what's number four number four buy one get one free it's pretty general but you think of all the stuff you can get with the bogo price games haircuts babies it's always a bargain uh, I don't know what they're doing up at. Is that a special program in IUP? Hold on. Where the hell is the special buy one get one haircut place? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is awesome. It's called a bait switch, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Number three Double or Nothing. The bet that settles all bets. Whether you're an awesome bowler or a gambler that is down on his luck, who needs one more bet to keep his house? Also, a really good plot device for most movies. Yeah. Yes. I think that was also a really great Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. (laughs) It might have been. (laughs) Great plot. It sounds like it. (laughs) Bazinga. My personal personal favorite. Number two, Double Stuffed Oreo. (laughs) Come on. You cannot tell me that Nabisco's decision to make an Oreo already an outstanding product and double the goodness. Hey, funny thing about double stuff Oreos, you guys. Did you know that Matt Hardy switches from double stuff to regular Oreos when he's fasting? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did, Mad Mike. And if you want to know more about awesome Matt Hardy facts, go to or follow at Modern Matt Facts on Twitter. I'm and, going to uh, randomly but, come but, in. I have his Twitter page up right now. I'm going to randomly come in with modern Matt facts all night. Friend of the, mm-hmm. friend fact, of the rest. I'm going to do this until the end of time because this is my favorite Twitter site <laughs> ever. Oh, fuck, ever. it's a bear. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> now continue sorry, with the uh, Rizmail. And and number one, twins. No one really. Twins. Yeah. Hold on, I was, I was trying to get, I was trying to get a visual aid for this one, but it didn't work out too well. Oh, there it is. There we go. Twins. <laughs> Okay, nobody? Nobody? Okay. Twins is like 13 years old. What's that? The oh. Twins thing is like 13 years old. Yeah, like, WrestleFans really? just learning it. WrestleFans doesn't even know what that it. means. Like, I really do not know, but I've heard you guys say it like uh, constantly on the main show, so I'm going with it. Bullshit. We've never done that on the Mayhem Show. I've been here for five fucking... I've been here for longer than five fucking years. Ain't nobody ever gone twans. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Suck it, little white kid. (laughs) And besides, a lot of the twin teams in wrestling have really kind of sucked. I mean, look at the Bellas. They suck all the time. (laughs) Hey, listen. You talk bad about Techno Team 2000, all right? They weren't twins. Techno Team 2000 Gemini. 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 <laughs> do, you, do you really want to argue with the guy who watches 90s wrestling on the regular? Techno Team 2000 were not the twins. The Hell. bad twin teams, Gemini, the Blue Brothers, let's see, Ron and Don Harris, <laughs> which are the same guys. Ron and uh, Don Harris are classic. <laughs> I can get oh the Basham. We need a test. Oh the ba- no, the Bashams were awesome because they were they no the Bashams were okay, but when they brought in Shaniqua, that's when yeah. Uh, the Grace was when her boobs uh, the, when her boobs got Shaniqua bigger because she got clothesline too hard. Goddess, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the, the from the swelling from the clothesline from hell, right, Sork? Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, next voice or next. Whatever mail, fan mail this is. Fan mail. Comes from Pierre Kelly. Is this, LB, is this you? Oh my god, there are boobs. There he is, there is a nipple in my inbox. There, there is a (laughs) nipple in my inbox. Man. (laughs) Alright, anyways, Pierre Kelly. I thought that was a tattoo. To the WMS Nation. When I first heard the news, I couldn't believe why uh, uh, that the Royal Rumble expanded the lineup from 30 to 40 wrestlers. 40 wrestlers? That is way too much of the Rumble you have compared to the classic 30-man match. What could be added to the lineup? Could it be Divas, like one did last year? Could it be the remaining NXT Season 4 rookies? Could it be any member of the Nexus? Or could it be uh any WWE legend? I was hoping that 40 would be too much for it to take a, about uh, 45 minutes to get it done, but good luck with on the match anyways. Also, I heard there was going to be two groups of Nexus splitting up in, into two leaders, one by Way Barrett and one by C, another by CM Punk. It's looking like that, uh, by the way. SmackDown's looking, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be, this could be a flashback of when NWO met the NWO Wolfpack. Let's hope it could go, it could last long all year. I have to run and here's mm-hmm. to Triple H for a hopeful return at number 40 in the Rumble. Let's hope not. Pierre K, a.k.a. Mr. Tech Woodrive. Well, he's got a movie he's got to start promoting. The Chaperone. Oh, God. 
and that movie looks shitty. It kind of looks rough. I mean, well, then again, shitty. really, did you really have a good opinion of Knuckleheads when uh they they had the first promo for that? Yeah, I, Dude, I Knucklehead didn't. Knucklehead looked awesome from day one. I didn't really, and this is this kind of has the same feeling uh, uh Knucklehead did for me. Really, I no, I was excited about Knucklehead. This is you know. Hey. You know what? Honestly, in the scene that Triple H isn't trying to be funny, yeah, it actually doesn't look that bad. Yeah, but when he's trying to be funny, it just reminds me of the really, really bad DX humor him and Sean did. Yeah, like I'm half expecting a group of green-clad cheerleaders to show up in the museum or wherever they're at, and it's going to turn into like a it, 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 it turns into more of a kids' movie, like like. A part of the promo, like, there was so much focused on the kids, I forgot Triple H was in it. I'm like, what's going on here, you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, you know. I'll see it in about four months when it's on Netflix streaming. Uh, so, so there's that. Uh, let's see. We got at least one more here, and I don't have it, uh, readily available. Uh, I have it, sir. You got I have it? it. You want to roll with that, sir? Sure. Um, we have yet another I have something to say from Gracie Wayland. Okay. Can can you have CM Punk shut up? That's no. 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 The answer is no. Because no, he is a god among within... gods Actually, among men. Hold on, hold on. Let me think about it. Oh, wait. Just... This is great for radio. <laughs> and no, 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 no. Hey, hey, come on, we we all here. It's not. It's not within our power to do. Yeah. It, well, well, still beyond that, we all here. And, it, and are, even where it was, why would we want to? Yeah, exactly. It's Have good you stuff. Seen him on Raw? It's good stuff. It's fun stuff. My mother-in-law is going to be so pissed. I want to get that <laughs> call again from last time. Remember last time you did this weird cult-like leader thing? I got this. Why are they doing it? It's kind of that's kind of disturbing. I'm like, yes. That means it's working. That's the point. That that means you're doing a really, really good job, and I'm a big fan of it. Um, that this whole it, and they've taken it to another level of just being disturbing. This whole faith thing, um, it, it's it's tremendous. The whole and how sacrifice. he somebody can kick him in the face and then afterwards kneel down so he can put an armband on him. Yeah, yeah. If that's that all I, I wonder. That, I wonder if that was Punk's initiation. I think it was. I think it was to a point. You know, that whole, that whole faith thing. First, I was thinking like, like the sting baseball bat thing. It, it, it's like they're, they're taking all these concepts. ECW tried like splitting the nexus, uh, the, the wolf pack. But your nipple keeps coming up, up in my email. Somebody else emailed me. Something. <laughs> ah. Sork, you know what it reminds me of? Disturbing. What's that? You know what it reminds me of, Sork? Um, back in the old ECW, when Raven, took the Sandman's kid and made him part of the flock. Yeah. And, like, when Sandman's kid just went up to him, dressed as a little raven, and Sandman was, like, on one knee begging for him to, to come give his dad a hug, and he just gave the raven taunt. Oh, um, man. That's exactly yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, stuff like that. Or, or even a little bit. It kind of feels a little bit like the serotonin thing they tried in uh, TNA a few... Uh, a, a few years back, uh, speaking of yeah, Ravens. But, yeah, but, but way better because it's not... Well, yeah, there's that. Of and course. it's not Kaz. It's not Kaz. No, it wasn't Kaz. Well, Cammy, I mean, it wasn't Kaz's fault. 
Well, you, you don't blame the Every, wrestler for how bad that everything stuff is. Everything is Kaz's fault. Really? We're going to blame Kaz on this one? <laughs> sure. As opposed to Raven. Well, I can't blame Raven. LB, did you want me to, to have your voicemail listened to on air? Oh, sure, if you want. I, I was <laughs> I was mainly just sending it out there, so um, something for us to discuss so while I was thinking about it. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll toss that on in the break, uh, kind of like we did the voicemails last last week, if you guys listened. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll toss oh, that actually, on. Yes. Yeah, that reminds me. Uh, Freaky sent me a message via Facebook. Oh, did he? Yes, it's a it's a rather long one, so I won't read everything. Okay. But um, he was telling me about certain indie feds. He he asked just a couple of questions of me. Oh, what okay, a goddamn yes. surprise! He's talking about indie feds. Uh, come figure. on, come on. Let's. All right, actually, you know what? Hi, it's not that long. I'll, I'll fucking I'll fucking All right, read go, the whole. Go thing. ahead, Mad Mike. All right, dear Mad Mike, I'm throwing that in just That's to make you. it sound more like an email. Um. Uh, I had a thought. I remember a conversation with Sorg a while back about him wanting to cover more indies, but it didn't fit into the show because we didn't watch indie stuff. That made me think of what you said about not having the money to go to indie shows where you are. There are tons of indies with net shows. You can watch them for free whenever you wish. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you pick apart T- when you pick TNA apart, I seriously feel bad for you. Do you even enjoy TNA anymore? There is so much wrestling to choose from. Why watch what you hate? Would you be interested in being sent links for indie groups for with free TV to watch and talking about them on the show? Why not give the promotions that desperately need eyes watching them some attention? My first thought is OVW because Cornette is back there and he seems to he seems to hate what TNA is doing even more than you do. <laughs> and then he gives me like for for OVW. Um, first of all, I do enjoy some aspects of TNA. Yeah, because if you'll notice, I never, hardly ever, badmouth the wrestling on TNA. Never, because they have tremendous talent in TNA. They have amazing tag mm-hmm. matches sometimes, and there are a lot of really good singles matches in there if you really look for them. My problem with TNA comes with the booking and, you know, making sense. Yeah, which yeah. They you have a logic problem. To want to do. You have a logic problem, which I agree to you some, to some point. I keep putting LB on for some reason. Um, <laughs> and yeah, this proves the gist of what he's trying to get across in his voicemail to us last week. So, and, and as far as, uh, it, and, well, I think, uh, and I think, you know, just like with that, and I know you didn't listen to the entire voicemail because the room noise and everything when I was trying to uh, pass oh, it no, on. Oh, no, I heard, I heard it on the, on the playback story. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, but also thing, the so, thing is, yeah. you know, he, he's not just attacking your, your, your TNA p- position, but your take on, on indies. Uh, you, you address the, you know, yeah, I don't have money, da, 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 you know, but really it's also time. Because uh, a lot of us here, like I know, I make a I make an effort to make sure I hit the big three, SmackDown, Raw, and TNA throughout the week. You know, yeah. just so I know what's going on, because that is a main point of why people come to a show like this. You know, the general listener is gonna and, and the general wrestling fan is gonna be talking about those three programs. You know, you can't get away from that. Uh, now, for me, 
I, I know uh, it's hard to find the extra time to watch anything. Beyond that, I would love to. You don't know the stack of DVDs I have upstairs uh, that I want to watch of indies. I have some Shimmer stuff I want to watch. I have some IWC shows that I haven't seen yet. Uh, I have some AIW shows that I bought, and I never watched the entire thing. I, I, I picked out the matches of some guys I wanted to check out, and I have never watched through the entire DVDs. That, that is, that is the, a fact. Uh, just because I don't have the time with everything that we're doing with the productions here and everything. Um, and I know you guys have busy schedules too, but there is only so much professional wrestling you can fit in through, through the week. That's why oh, that's Sorg, Sorg. Hmm. I watch way too much professional plus, wrestling. Plus there's that the is it being part of your job too. Um, <laughs> That's why we kind of go to the approach that, you know, everybody keep an ear out. We're looking for fan suggestions to at least, you know, sprinkle that in there. You know, whatever we, WrestleFan just walked away from the screen. It startled me. Um, <laughs> he still has a Christmas tree up or something. He's going to a great American cookie. Hold on. Let's, let's, uh, you know, we were talking about before. So wait, wait, what, what, that's a nice picture. Who's that in the picture? I think that's the girl from the cookie stand. Anyways, let's not. You, you need to listen to gold for the rest of that conversation. Um. Anyways, hi, wrestle fan. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> anyways, um. No, that's why we kind of like. And there's way too much indie stuff for all of us to hit, and let, you know, all of us watch to watch NWA Hollywood and IWC and PWO and uh, AIW and Pro Wrestling Guerrilla and and Ring of Honor and that. I mean, that's like five days worth right there, right? Um, so, yeah, we're, we, we do our best. I mean, that's really that's really all we can do, you know. So, um, speaking of which, if nobody else has anything to speak on this, let's get into the indie news. Hey. We're hey. pretty sure all we have to talk about is ROH. That does not help my point at all. I'm sorry. I was trying to. I think we mentioned it for the indie news. The wrestle fan has the floor. Oh, sorry, wrestle. Yeah, that's okay. We only mentioned it. I think maybe briefly last week with the whole mayhem thing. But ROH has announced that they're canceling their deal with HGNet. It's just over the fact. That um, they didn't draw the ratings they expected, and they did and, only um, have of, they had a two year contract, I believe, too. Yeah, they had a two year contract, and it hasn't been renewed. So, um, sad for Ring of Honor, but uh, Kerry Silkin, the president, released a statement saying that they're going to move on from this, and um, I don't think it'll be too bad um, for Ring of Honor. Um, they shouldn't be able to maintain themselves pretty well even without uh, the television deal. Mm-hmm. They did it beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's actually that's all I have this week uh, for indie wrestling. Uh, a couple things I did catch. Uh, first of all, actually, we, we we if we can count it as this, even though they are on TV. Let you know if they're more than the top two, we're, I think we're going to just qualify them as indie. Uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Eve is a European uh, a women's wrestling fan, kind of like Shimmer for the UK. I think uh, they. I know they just released the DVD. I was listening to some interviews on. Uh, on uh Diva Dirt on their Women of Wrestling podcast uh with the create with the, the 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 promoter and a couple some of the talent from over there sounds like some really cool stuff I'm sure there's some stuff on YouTube to 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 sample it um you can check them out at evewrestling.com for any info on that it's a little weird website they got I think it's like a weird WordPress thing uh but go go there for some more info on that um Lucha Libra USA has a few announcements uh let me see if I can pull them up here in the rundown. Real quick. Uh, first of all, 
Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, here's another one. Uh, before we get to that, and this is one we did not talk about last week, actually. Diva Dirt and Chick Fight presents Taylor Wilde's retire- retirement match against Alyssa Flash February 5th. Um, you can check out more about that. Uh, and actually, it'll be available for download over on clickwrestle.com. So, uh, interesting that, uh, Taylor Wilde's actually retiring after being uh, let go by TNA. Uh, yeah, I heard, I heard the thing about it is that, um, she's going to get, uh, going back to college and getting her, uh, degree. I forgot what in. But, um. That's cool. It's good. I always liked her. She was, like, she was a good and that's not to say that she won't be back. I mean, it may be a temporary yeah. retirement. It's, it's, I, wrestling's done for now, you know. Uh, she's young. I mean, God, she's she's got to be in her early 20s, right? I mean, I believe she's younger than me. So, yeah. So she's in her early 20s, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that, that's great to see them doing that. It's like, you know, all, all these, all these uh, wrestlers that go into wrestling without any other kind of prospects. It's great to hear about that. I think the Pope still goes to college or something, and he's on TNA even, you know? Uh, it, <laughs> that sounds like an, like the awesomest 80s movie ever. The Pope goes to college. <laughs> the Sorg, wait, does he use the money from the congregation to play his student loans? That's what's been going on, huh? No wonder Samoa Joe's so pissed. <laughs> Uh, season I just two. Wrote, I just wrote a new story for TNA. There you go. Season, <laughs> they actually, from the sounds of it, I think that's where it's going. Uh, two familiar faces join Lucha Libre USA. Uh, one is, uh, somebody, uh, plenty of us on the show have, have loved, wanted to see on TV since season three of NXT when she was, when she was taken off of there. Uh, Isis the Amazon, Aloisa, uh, and former TNA Knockouts champion ODB have signed up to appear on tapings in Albuquerque, New Mexico for Lucha Libre yeah. USA. This is, uh, this could be good. They'll join, uh, let's see, Raka Khan, of course, has been there from season one. Uh, also, it looks like Lizzie Valentine, I, I think is, is, is a name on, uh, the indies mostly. Uh, she actually said no to WWE and yes to Lucha Libre USA. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I don't believe that. Uh, she was, uh, once part of, uh, Wrestling Society X, so maybe she's got an MTV contract. I do remember that. Hey, she was on WrestleLicious' Candy Kisses. Oh, is she? There you go. She's made yeah. it around, so she's been around. I know I've seen the oh, name before, but nothing's really kind of... Uh, according to her Facebook page today from over here on Diva Dirt, uh, she decided not to submit for Tough Enough. Oh, I see. Uh, instead, of she'll be working for Lucha Libre USA. Can't wait to be back on MTV. And yeah, they did actually mention about the candy kisses. There was the Wrestlelicious lip-syncing pop star. So that was interesting. DJ Lunchbox, you got some uh, indie news. What's going on? I do. It's not. It's not much, but uh, it's interesting to me. My uh, oftentimes lookalike Kimbo Slice is uh, actually going into professional wrestling. He is headed for Japan. Oh wow! And whoever will pick him up there. So uh, as we know, all roads lead to WWE. So I think it's only a matter of time before we see the big man in the big ring. That could be interesting. And WWE is a big fan of the spectacles like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's a spectacle. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, oh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna call it right now. I'm calling it right the f now. Come WrestleMania 27, there will be a six man tag team. They will be called the A team. It will be Kimbo Slice, John Cena, and Dashing Cody Rhodes. Boom. Jeez, what the hell? 
First of all, Bazinga. For, for copyrights, I don't think they can do that. But but I appreciate no, I appreciate 18, your enthusiasm because it'll be in Canada, Sorg. Oh, where is you it going to be? You know, like I don't know. I'm guessing it's in Canada. <laughs> just, it's in you're Toronto. just throwing that out there. No, I think it's actually going to be in Toronto next year. Okay, okay, that's. Okay. I I thought I read that somewhere. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> tremendous. Uh, well, on that note, is there any more indie news we want to toss out there? Uh, I DJ think- said something. No, that was he. That was his thing. That was it. That was it. The Kimbo slice. All right, great. Oh, I'm there. All right, well, guys, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of preview of that gold we were talking about before, and uh, a little bit of what's going on uh, over on the Awesome Cast, and uh, just what did DJ Lunchbox leave me in the in the voicemail a few days ago? We'll be right back. Wrestling Mayhem Show two fifty three. I would love to help him with that shit in all caps. There you go. There you go. But ladies and gentlemen, we are launching the Wrestle Fan Project right here on Mayhem Gold. Good teen comedy movie for the summer. Ooh. As long as it's not that one where you guys are using each other for sex, because I think you're a little too young for that. Like the Randy Orton style pyro, but it's like. Oh, the, I just love that. Mom's Randy like the Randy Orton. Orton style He's so pyro. greasy and sweaty. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. Would you idiots please stop clicking the link? Because I'm tired of deleting. <laughs> just to know the whole plot is just yeah I know I've watched it a unbelievable times. when I was growing up I had a lot of friends that didn't take care of their Nintendos okay it just feels like it's going to fall apart in your hands those are the people with these iPhones that are having these problems you can check us out at awesomecast.com yeah, that's what I said. hey what up y'all it's DJ Lunch, Lunchbox uh, on my morning commute to work uh, which is why my mouth isn't working so well um, and uh, as some of you may know, I've got this new job at a newspaper, a local newspaper here in Pittsburgh, and uh, it is the biggest newspaper in Pittsburgh, and it's got me thinking, um, because uh, it's not uh, more than one person has uh, drawn to my attention the irony of the fact that uh, just like two short years ago, I was uh, touting the demise of newspapers and uh, you know how they had no life left in them, and now I'm working for one. Um, but the fact of the matter is, it's, it's got me thinking about something else I've been touting the demise of, and that's, uh, TNA. Uh, now, uh, the comparisons I'm drawing in my head this morning is, uh, which is going to be around longer? The newspaper or TNA? I think that's a fairly simple question. Uh, but the reasoning is, is a little more complicated. Clearly, it's going to be the newspapers, duh. That's a given. You know, paper, newspapers, delivered to your doorstep by, you know, some kid out of an NES game. That's uh, that's a given. But uh, the reasons for that, and this is what uh, made me think of uh, one of the fatal flaws that TNA is, you know, falling victim to over and over. Newspapers were super popular. I mean, super duper popular for a long time. Um, they were just great. Uh, you know, they were they were cutting edge. They were amazing. Everybody loved them. Everybody wanted them. You know, it was a you know bazillion dollar industry or whatever. Yeah, you have to ask some guy named Chris. I don't actually know. Um, but uh, TNA never had a huge fan base to to uh, like support them. They don't have a huge fan base that can look back and be like, oh man, remember when TNA was great? No, they don't have that. We used to say that, though. TNA was great. That was, like, two years ago. Not two, more, way more than two years ago. And that, what I meant to say was they were great for about two years. 
and then they start shitting in their own mouths, and nobody wants to see that unless you're a fan of, you know, the Human Centipede movie. Um, but the fact of the matter is, like, look at WWE. Yeah, okay, wrestling was huge uh, in the in the mid-'90s, early-2000s, all of that. But if you think about it, WWE was huge. Yes, WCW was kind of huge, but now it's dead. And as much as TNA wants to emulate their successes, they only emulate their failures. Uh, and ECW was huge, and but the same rule applies. As much as TNA wants their successes, they only seem to emulate the failures. Um, WWE, I mean, we as fans get through the lean times by saying, oh, man, remember, remember when this happened and when this was awesome and Booker T and... You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and, you know, through the lean times. And then we have times like now where everything's tremendous and we're happy again. Uh, and like I said, times like now we're happy. We don't have, uh, TNA doesn't have that, oh, remember when thing to keep people around. So really coming to is, you know, if they don't find a way to step up their game, you know, and be, they have to be that great time now. Otherwise, my prediction is going to be true, and within two short years, there's not going to be a DNA anymore. Just saying. So. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Wrestling Mayhem Show 253. That was uh, the rambling voicemail by one DJ Lunchbox the other day. Uh, but beside the whole dead tree thing, which we really got that, we, maybe you should come on the awesome cast and talk about that angle on it. A little bit of crossover <laughs> there. And yes, that is pretty fucking ironic. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We didn't really talk about it. We had the big announcement about, like, Rob getting a job on the last, on the last awesome cast, but you got a new job, you know? That's true. Well, it's, it's uh, temporary for now. Hopefully they're going to be keeping me on full time. <coughs> fantastic. Fantastic. So we'll see what happens. I like the job. I like the place. I like the people I work with. It's and obviously, a matter of it's at Thunder money. Mifflin. Thunder, it is Thunder Mifflin. I got the shirt. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, we may not keep you on, but we gave you the spiffy T-shirt. So, but you know, you bring up a good point, and I've thought about this before. I think I have mentioned it. We may have had this conversation a little bit on the show, but you know, being in WrestleMania time, we get all the flashback, all the all the numbers of the Royal Rumble get crunched for that for that promo they've been doing and that I look forward to every year. You know, we're we're going to get our WrestleMania moments uh, leading up to uh, April. Uh, but yeah, TNA has a history. But they don't have the vaunted history, you know, and the fandom and nostalgia factor that WWE sure. does. You know, I mean, you're like, oh, I remember when Hogan did this. I remember Hogan did that. Mm-hmm. We don't remember remember as fondly when Hogan came in and took brass knuckles to Ric Flair in a, in a cage last year. You know, that's not. And I don't <laughs> think that's something we're going. Remember to. when Jeff Jarrett came in and he did that thing? Yeah, and I mean, even even Vince Russo was there. Yeah, yeah you, was, you look at great. WCW. WCW could ideally have those moments. You know, I don't think they're on the scale that WWE has. But WCW, think back, is like, oh, I remember when Hogan did this. I remember when, when, when Ric Flair did this, you know, when, when, mm-hmm. when Hogan turned was such a big thing, you know, yeah, I remember when the four horsemen back together. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I remember when they brought in all the luchadors, <coughs> you know, it's, it's been, it's been tremendous, tremendous. Um, but actually, yeah. you know, Sork, um, that is kind of a good lead into <coughs> this book I just finished. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Cough button wrestle fan. I see you checking in on Get Glue to that book. That's uh, the Countdown to Lockdown by Mick Foley. You're holding up there for the audio listeners. How is it? 
Yeah, well, I was, I was just about to say it, but um, it was actually a really good book. But Mick Foley actually talks about that kind of specific thing that, that we were just mentioning. Like, he talks that, like, it kind of, it's kind of a disservice to TNA that they have to actually reach back to histories from other companies. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. to try and, you know, remind the fans that there's animosity. Because basically, the countdown to lockdown. At least half the book fully is talking about the build-up to his big match at lockdown with Sting, mm-hmm. where he won the TNA championship. And he's talking like, like people who've been longtime wrestling fans know that Cactus Jack and Sting had history way back in WCW, but a lot of new TNA Impact fans don't know that. So it's kind of a disservice to them that they can't really remind people about it by showing them. They only have to, you know, kind of take people's word for it and stuff like that and remind them about what kind of heat that they had. And he says a lot of TNA feuds have that effect. Like, these are, obviously, these are people from former companies, so they're going to have, you know, heat with each other or whatever you want to call it. Exactly. But it's it's unfortunate that they can't actually access the stuff and they can only have exposition talking about it. And I think a perfect thing for that, you know, I was, I was catching up on Impact from last week, we'll get more into these guys, but they had the reunion of the Hardy Boys. And their big thing is, oh, I remember back in the day, th- these guys were the greatest tag team. Uh, they speculated if they stayed a tag team for as long as 3D was, they would be the best tag team in the world. <laughs> um... <laughs> they they no, they, I, they talk. No, I yeah, actually look, believe that. Okay, okay. Maybe they wouldn't have gone such wayward ways. Um, and uh, that's a whole other conversation we've had before too. And uh, and it's like, oh, I remember what they had such great feuds with Team 3D back in the day with Edge and Christian. Which okay, Christian's been a part of their company, so that's okay. But still, we're talking about a different company. And, and granted, you know, uh, feuds that happened even before that co- their company TNA was in existence, but. Yeah, their 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 history is not their own, and it really kind of cheapens it, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. we're this cool new company, but we look back so far, you know. If you're a new new fan, maybe it's just not no new fans anymore that 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 you can you can talk to that this is it from the ground up, you know. Well, the thing that bothers me about TNA is if you look at their homegrown talent, they do have history they can call. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. They mm-hmm. have stuff like that that they could call back, but they just constantly refuse to acknowledge their own history. Like, a year ago, practically a year ago to this day, Samoa Joe had face paint on and a knife and was threatening to cut people. Now he's upset that Pope might be using congregation money for strip clubs. Yeah, exactly. And 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 it what? goes <laughs> and it goes back to that thing that they could be building their own history because they do have a pretty good history uh or they could have, you know. Uh I've been uh, as you guys know, I've been I've been converting my old VHS collection of some pay-per-views and everything. And I went back to that remember when we were talking about the great series between AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels and Samoa Joe? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, there's some guys that we don't reach back to Ring of Honor history to see the, see, see how great they were in their interactions. You know, that's something built from the ground up. You know, CM Punk was originally part of TNA, you know, before he went to the WWE. Uh, you know, even Jeff Jarrett. Let me say Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn. You know, he had his ECW tenure. It gave a little bit of credibility. You could have built up from there. You know, we, we had Ron Street. You could have, you could have beer money go against Eric Young and Orlando Jordan because they don't want Eric Young parading around with the old TNA world title. Exactly. And they have history. Exactly. Robert Roode and Eric Young were in uh, Team Canada. Look, look to the point of, of, uh, you know, Ron the Truth ki- Killings used to be, of course, you know, K Quick on WWE was reinvented and turned into a character, became champion, something you could build from. You know, uh, Three Live Crew, obviously a DX ripoff, but they were their own Ugh. thing. You know, they were, you know, BG James didn't have the stigma of the road dog because it was a different name off the bat. You know, Team, it, it, you know, of course, Team 3D's, you know, been around too long to be thought of anything but the Dudleys. Uh, so you have to recognize their history, and it's a good selling point there. But they keep reaching back for this. They're like, well, they saw it before. We'll, they'll see it again. It's like, well, when do you innovate? You know? You well, know when do you innovate Sorg, when it doesn't involve a giant Lego cage? Sorg, the... I do love Legos. Going, I'm not going to try and get too spoilery, because I know you guys are still, I guess, trying to yeah, avoid more spoilers. Or less. But, I mean... Um, TNA will be reaching back in their own history um, rather soon, mm-hmm. but they're reaching back for the worst possible thing that they could. Okay, okay. And, yeah, um, at least that's the way it looks. I, I've got nothing confirmed except for reading, you know, what the next couple weeks of programming has, but if it's going where it sure does look like it's going... Um, they're definitely reaching into their own history, but they're pulling out a huge steaming turd. Okay. Well, go go ahead. You're that you're that far. Well, just 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 touch on it so we have an idea here to to make your point. Um, it looks like they're bringing back the main event mafia to go against the mortal. Okay. Okay. Just because which uh, I'm not surprised. A but... return happening. Yeah. Um, which I which I won't spoil. Scott um, Steiner. Kurt Angle obviously coming back into the fold. And, and you know, Kevin Nash tweeting that it was bullshit that he re-signed with TNA. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Super Shredder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I'm, you know, I, I mean, still, TA is reaching day, back for if something, this means but... Booker T's coming back, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's true, that's true. There's a weird accent that he was, I, he was I rocking I wouldn't be there. surprised to see Booker T in a couple weeks in a certain 40-man match. That would be tremendous. That would be, that would be I'd good be very as, happy as well. I'd be happier with that. So, uh, well, and then the other thing, speaking of reaching back to history, like we mentioned, the Hardy Boys were reunited to, to a resounding whimper. Uh, now, now granted the, the, the impact got its, uh, probably highest ratings in a while, uh, you know, off of Genesis for some reason, you know, whether it be the Sork, Hardy still on the game. Huh. Um, I, I, I saw a quarter breakdown of the TNA impact. <laughs> yeah. So did I. I was the, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the lowest segment on the show was Hardy Boys reunited. So obviously, because everyone thought Jeff Hardy was teaming with Raven. So obviously, <laughs> the in, yeah, the interest has waned. Uh, Raven 
David slash Tyler Rex. And, and, and I'm starting to have a problem. You know, Matt Hardy, I was still like, okay, cool, cool. You know, now there's all these videos, there's these Twitters, stupid things being said on Twitter. Um, it, it, I, I threw out there on Twitter and I hope you guys, uh, some of you guys got a chance to listen to this. But between the ropes, uh, Vito DiNucci, one of the new heavenly bodies on that show, a show I've listened to for a very long time, at least as long as I've been doing this show. A big fan of the show personally as a fan. Um, Vito went off about Matt Hardy because Matt Hardy's talking about uh, how he doesn't get a chance to work and et cetera, et cetera, and whining about his, his spot in WWE. And I believe his words were, uh, well, you got your spot in a pretty major uh, storyline, a major spot on a pay-per-view against Rob Van Dam, who's a pretty important guy. And uh, what was it? Uh, you, you didn't really work that well. Uh, you look like shit and your hair's funny. Uh, so... <laughs> I mean, it, it and, pretty and much illustrated sort, the whole point. Matt bought an ice cream truck, truck off of eBay and was sad to find out it wasn't already filled with ice cream. There you go. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Dude, somebody got that. Um, but, but that and Shane Helms on his, what, inner, is it an internet radio show or is this on, actually on Sirius or some crap like that? I, I, does no, anybody know this? It's an internet radio show. It's an show. internet no radio right show. Line would give Shane Helms. He's now, he's sharing the same airtime and bandwidth that we are. Okay, guys? And I'm sorry, you know, it, no. as much work as we put in this show, I mean, it's not like we, even X-Pac has a more important show being on XM or something. Okay. I mean, the, the, the Shane Helms has come down to our level and then talked about, uh, you know, bashed on, 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 uh, 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 Sean Michaels and all this stuff. And then, and then picks a fight with, uh, Val Venus steps up of all people, Sean Morley. Uh, and, and the greatest line I had, I heard was about how, uh, uh, even Paul London would work circles around Matt Hardy. Um, it, it's, it was tremendous. But it, <laughs> It's great for the dirt, but again, you know, professional wrestling, thanks to the social media, has felt like a a gossip TMZ fest more than our wrestlers getting on TMZ, uh, in, in which I I loathe that to begin with. But I shouldn't be getting my social media message uh, lessons uh, from between the ropes. There's a problem here, you know, and I agree. Yeah. And I, I I reiterate and I agree with the sentiments that they had this week. Hey, professional wrestlers, stop acting like fucking kids when you're in the, you know, one of the big two and fucking get a fucking life. You Yes, use social media to connect with your fans, but don't be a, you know, this, this, this really shows. Don't use the trash of the wrestlers. Yeah, they use don't the trash of the wrestlers. Stick. Yeah, don't don't be a fuck stick on the internet, guys. That's, that's the real that's, lesson that's, that's to take away from this. Yeah, I don't care if you're a wrestling journalist. I don't care. <laughs> don't be a fucking prick. Came out, Matt. Fact. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, the chat the chat room uh jumped. What the hell? Yeah, Matt Hardy Jeff start Jeff started the Twitter career of Tyler Rex. Yeah, how funny is that? I, we didn't, again, we didn't get the much news in that last week, but while Matt Hardy popped up against, again, he's got this weird dreaded hair, Tyler Rex. I keep forgetting Tyler Rex's name when he pops up on SmackDown, and he was trending on Twitter. Trending on Twitter. Sork, Sork, he was the number two trending topic. The number two trending topic. Number how, how, two. how bad is your brand, Matt Hardy brand, if Tyler Rex just beat the shit out of you on Twitter? Yeah, exactly. And I don't even... Does Tyler Rex even have a Twitter? Who knows? If he <laughs> does, he has a lot of followers right now. 
I don't even know. I highly doubt he has a Twitter. By the way, guys, guys, another Matt fact. Yes, Matt knew. Matt knew he was asking for his WWE release the minute the that McMahon began to cut back on catering expenses. But it just—it's so bad, you guys. I mean, the 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 Hardy the Hardy family, the 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 whole. What, the the Omega fucktards, as I've been I've been prone to call them this week. Whether I'm starting, guys. There's the imagination. There's the Antichrist. I'm starting right now. This is the anti-Omega fucktard nation right here. Okay, we're 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 ta- we're done with you people. I don't know what is happening in the backwoods of Carolina where all you fucktards grew up, but. It's not translating very well for the internet and we're sick of it. Okay. It's bad enough we got here. We got to listen to, to any, you know, wrestling fan picking part of match and forgetting it's supposed to be for fun. And, 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 and Hulk Hogan getting on TMZ every every other week for some stupid ass reason. And then he discovers, uh, smartphones and shoots himself, uh, uh, shitting on the toilet in the hospital. I mean, I, like my childhood is dead, okay, and and it's all your fault, okay. I mean, yeah, we you know what we're sort of, that's that's Hulk Hogan. That's Hulk, Hulk Hogan. He's a very old man. Yes, and it, it's like it's like it's like Grandpa just learned how to use a megaphone. It's okay. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan has enough. Hulk Hogan has enough cred. He has enough cred to be able to do shit like this. Okay. But okay. Fat Hardy. Meth Hardy and Wayne Helms, none of you, like, combined, the three of you don't even have the clout that Shawn Michaels does. These are guys, what was the, uh, the, the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, wrestling, uh, jumping on a trampoline doesn't pay your dues. I, I always wondered about that, cause these, these guys, these guys, did they really get, I mean, some of them attended some, some schools, I think, later, but really, these guys were yarders, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's people been, people been afraid to say this, that, Hey guys, the Yardy, the Hardy Boys are yarders. The Yardy Boys. The Yardy Boys. <laughs> the Yardy Boys. I like it. The back Yardy Boys here. Uh, you know, and, and then they got, they got, the, you know, they, they did it enough that they got into WWE and they paid their dues there as far as anybody's concerned because they did job for I don't know how long. Uh, but have they so, been in so that? Are, have they I was been watching that? a Matt from 1994 yeah. where Matt and Jeff were Have they been in, so ingrained in the, in the, uh, the high end professional wrestling ecosystem since they've been there for according to what you're saying the last 16 years between wwe and tna is so ingrained in that and that society that whatever the wwe's belt you have the, whether that's been protecting them since they've been there this whole time or warp them because whatever's going on backstage i don't know i'm not going to speak too much on the backstage thing but these guys are a fucking product of it and fuck guys it's sad um well, I mean, well, breaking, one of the breaking. things that Shane Helms brings up too, like he was, he was Chris Jericho after uh, Shawn Michaels was announced as going into the Hall of Fame. Jericho said that Shawn Michaels was one of the greatest guys he's ever wrestled and all that stuff. Yeah. Then Shane Helms comes on like an idiot thing. and, oh, well, you weren't saying that when he was yelling at you in the back, M- motherfucker. People yell at other people all the time. It doesn't mean that I yell at WrestleFan. All of a sudden, he hates me for life. In fact, I bet Jericho and Michaels are really close, and they just got into a an argument that friends do. But no, but when when these fucking backyardy boys <laughs> like get get screamed at, 
they instantly assumed the role of a 16-year-old girl who just got her MySpace page and lets out a scathing blog about how the person that yelled at them is either a bitch, a dick, a prick, or has no dick. Yeah, that's really mature. Of course, you know, coming from a show like we produce. Uh, but, but still, no, guys, Thor, I mean, Thor, we Thor. at least, I mean, we're... Yeah, Matt. Matt we, fan, we um, have... Wrestle fan. <laughs> Matt wants to know who had the audacity to plant so many drugs in his brother's house. <laughs> oh my god. I blame Chavo Guerrero. I'm sorry, you guys are a fucking joke. And TNA's not helping. And then, you know, another time came on between the ropes is that TNA's not making anybody accountable for, you know, you put your face of the company up, up there. Okay, he's a heel and everything. Uh, but that doesn't change the fact that a lot of people are big fans of Jeff Hardy. He's still the face of your company, uh, you know, exactly. outside the ring as well, being champion with that stupid looking belt. Um, they and haven't changed. They're taking impact on the road to his hometown where he's going to get cheered. Yeah, and he will. And he will. Because I've, you know, like, because we go back to, going hey to guys, North Carolina. Step up. North Carolina. Three of their biggest heels. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Ric Flair. Yes. All from yes. North Carolina. They're all going to get cheered. Well, let's step back a moment. Like we talk about, like we step back, try to be fans of it and everything. Uh, you know, you know, Chachi sat on this couch and said, I don't want to know who's got a drug problem and who's not showing up because of that. I don't want to know this stuff. A lot of people don't know to know this stuff. And that's your majority of the fans that are going to be out there. That's your, your, your general fans like, Oh, Jeff Hardy's still wrestling and he's coming to my town. Of course I'm going to buy a ticket. Oh, he's a heel and he's got a funny belt. Well, that's weird, but I already gave him my money. Uh, you know, that's, that's the mentality. And that's, 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 sorry guys, that really is how the wrestling business is, you know, as far as from the fans perspective, you know, we're in a very minority that we care about all this other crap, but, you know, but you know, Sorg, Sorg, ordinarily, I would agree with you. If you were talking about WWE, I would totally 100% agree with you, but TNA fans are different. TNA fans are very much like the ECW fans. If you've been to the Impact Zone, these people are there religiously. Yes. They're there all the time. They read up on people. They know shit that's going to happen before it happens. These are like the ECW fans who will scream out, Kane Dewey, when Mick Foley's cutting a promo. These are people who do know what's going on. It's not like these people, like, I mean, we call the we call the impact zone a bunch of fucking marks and idiots, mm. but they do know what's going on for the most part. At least all the regulars that are there. The rest of the people are just brought in by a hey, we're universal a free wrestling show. Yeah, it's on the flyer when they the come in. Probably. Don't even care about wrestling Which to I begin with, but those are the ones that sit on the opposite of the hard camera, and you don't even know they're there until someone comes in on a motorcycle. Yeah, which I have to say though, um, I'm glad that they are moving to a different city because it's, they've mentioned it for a long time that the Impact Zone fans are so jaded. But the fact of the matter is, and I was talking to uh, Riz about this, they, sh th this is way overdue. They should have done this like a year ago when, you know, I'm, well, <laughs> I remember um, we, we did complain a lot last year about the stuff TNA did. However, looking back on it, it really wasn't all that bad to com compared to what's going on now. They they, they fans, showcased. I think the only reason that they're moving Impact to North Carolina, 
ironically, where Jeff Hardy lives, is because I obviously think that they think Jeff may not be able to cross state lines. (laughs) I'm really not joking about that, because he's going to get sentenced sooner than later. Whether he gets jail time or not, if he's on probation, he will not be able to cross state lines. Yeah. That's so hilarious. I wouldn't be surprised. I, if I agree. I the think next probably batch of right impact tapings, that. whenever that is, that Jeff's trial is after that, and if he gets sentenced, he won't be able to leave state lines. So they're going to have to take him tape impact there. Jeez. I, I really know. think that's the only reason. I don't think it's not about trying to better their product or expand their brand. I think they just realized, oh shit, the next time Jeff goes into court. He's gonna get sentenced for something, and <laughs> this, if and we need him on the show, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to do the show there. Yep. yep. And that's the yep. thing. If that is the case, like this is the problem I have with TNA being so unprofessional. Where they try to work around this stuff for you know their lead wrestler going to jail. You shouldn't work around mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know you should. You know what they should have done? Go with something. They should have had RVD take out Jeff Hardy, just like. Hardy had RVD taken out. Yeah, yeah, and and, and he just had a contract he didn't resign. Just write him off, let him figure out what needs to happen with his jail time. Let him sort all of his shit out, and then you can have a really good Jeff Hardy RVD match, and you don't have to worry about it. They didn't even need to give the belt to Anderson. Mm -hmm. They could have just had Anderson win the number one contenders match at Genesis, and then Open impact with Jeff Hardy lying, bluttered, bloodied, and <laughs> battered on the floor, and Rob Van Dam just standing over him with like a lead pipe or something, and say, "Payback's a bitch, Jeff." And then, from and the then, you, then you open impact. Then what? You have another? You have another torment, like Riz says in the chat room here. No, you just have Matt Morgan versus Mister Anderson again. Okay. Or you throw someone from Immortal. Since they were the number one contenders, or, you know, and such. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Or Eric Bischoff being the heel that he is, he could just say, hey, you know what? We need a champion. And Hardy is our champion. Boom. Just give it to Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it because I don't like Matt Hardy. But just give it to him and have him carry the torch for Jeff. It'd be perfect. But no, no, they just did a hot shot title switch. Mm-hmm. And, and I wouldn't not call to mention Anderson kicked out of like 18 finishers. Yeah. After after doing a match with Matt Morgan. What's that? When he was supposed to be concussed. Yeah. Like have this huge whole concussion thing. And then they're like, hey, no, you know what? Twist the fates. Fuck it. Swanton's fuck it. He's going to kick out of everything. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, on that note, let's let's get move on to some happier news. I hope. Right, what do we have here? Well, I, you know, a really cool. Uh, when, well, one one thing that the next uh, the Nexus has been the big news. You know what CM Punk is doing. It looks like they're 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 doing another Nexus over on SmackDown. If you didn't see that, of course, uh, Wade Barrett had his match with Big Show. Uh, there's a there's a duck in our background right now. Um, and uh they, they and he got he got uh, uh teamed up with the 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 uh departing nexus members from CM Punk's uh I can't remember their names right now 
Uh, the one that's not David Justin Otunda. Ga- Gabriel. Justin Gabriel and, uh, uh, and the one Heath Slater. Heath Slater. Slater were the Thank tag you. champs. Yeah, those two. Um, and, uh, and, and Zeke, our man Zeke joins them. Oh, I tremendous. love Zeke. Apparently they're going to be Nexus Blue, from what I could tell from their tights. Um, <laughs> they did have matching blue tights. There's, new, there's some cool mm-hmm. new music for Wade Barrett, you know, I is mean. Because they're on the blue show. They have, they're on the blue show, exactly. I don't know why yellow has to, I guess yellow do, do, doesn't clash as bad. I know, actually, one they, they should be called the Bluxus. I guess they no, gotta they give them a different name really or something. Should. It's gonna, it's gonna be a new something, you know. Um, but we don't know yet. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for, for that concept there, coming over there. And there's the, a rumor in the chat room going on that they're gonna be called the Legion. The Legion? The Legion. Huh, that could be cool. That could be cool. You know, especially the, the add to the WWE race also holds a trademark on the network. The network. Well, um, yeah, the network, I when think, is Nexus. going towards something else, sir. No? Just saying. Just saying. I, I think that's going to something else. Oh, somebody's being weird about his sources. Mm. No, well, I, ha- I have no sources, per se. I'm just, I'm just saying, if I were a betting man, it, it would not be for a group of wrestlers. Okay. Oh, the network. Yes. As in, okay, I got yes. you. I got As you. in, Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so, so there's that. Aside from that, great stuff. Uh, the, the, the new guy. Oh, man, I just Baby got rid Tista. of that. Baby, 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 Tista. Baby He was the fellow that, uh, from the SmackDown house show that they, they had from Pittsburgh, but apparently yeah, uh, he's from, yeah, I, he is not from Pittsburgh. I'm just saying. He's right from there. Europe. Or yeah, something. but they told us Cole Cabana was from Pittsburgh too. So. Did they, when did they do that? <laughs> But he no, was, um, he, was, he, uh, he was he had a dark match here in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, because like nobody knows who Cole Cabana is, let alone Scotty Goldman. Like Jewish, yeah. okay, he's from Squirrel Hill, it's cool. Um, nobody's it's like <laughs> Cole Cabana. What the fuck? He's from Chicago, it's the uh, second city saint. Fuck you, WWE. No, but, sort, but they do that remember, all the time. I I forget what book I was reading, what wrestling autobiography, but one of them was saying that in their in their dark match for WWE, they automatically bill um. Someone going against the heel as being from the hometown, just to yeah. get a cheap pop for the yeah yeah. The especially if somebody well hearts. again we go back to you know the general person at a house show is is somebody that doesn't know all of these guys that do, wouldn't know Colt Cabana from Ring of Honor or IWC or something you know so so it goes back to that the generally most of your crowd is like yeah he's from Pittsburgh you know but or the kids well, or whatever again, thing. The Undertaker's also been built from Death Valley for years, and he's from, like, Houston. Well, then there's so, that. Uh, parts <laughs> Unknown, et cetera, et cetera. I, but, um, oh, hey, did you no, guys... Parts he- Unknown is real. Parts Unknown is real. Oh, of course. Um, a lot of, lot of people there, right? Uh, did you guys <laughs> yes. hear about John Cena claiming that he got fined for his use of uh, ass on, on the show? Yeah, that's that. that bull. That's bull cookie. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 that's, that, that's, that's pretty much the word on the street. Yeah, that's um, so I, I don't know if you guys had any opinion on that. That was just something I, I, I came across uh, uh, over the week. So I do love John Cena's Twitter feed, though. It is it is good. He, uh, I've been enjoying the character. It's so great. I've been enjoying a John Cena's uh, uh, Twitter feed still. Um, so <laughs> letting that guy tweet. 
That poor guy. I, I want to throw out there's a really cool article today uh, that I that I posted on the Mayhem Show account uh, from Dave Lagana. Of course, he used to work for WWE. Currently, works for Ring of Honor. Uh, the the uh, what does Vince McMahon want from wrestling? This is actually a really good article. Uh, you know, for you know upstart professional wrestlers uh, that you know kind of like kind of want to take a little. I think there's a couple good pointers uh, for for this and just a little more insight into what. You know, Vince sees and wants, you know, the typical stuff. Uh, if you listen to Paul Heyman interviews about his time in WWE, he always says, uh, and he, he makes mention in this article that, uh, uh, Vince, Vince gets angry when he sneezes because it's something he can't yeah. control. Basically, the, uh, you don't get sick. That's not an excuse, uh, sort of things. It's just that, that stuff you don't control. Um, of course, except yeah. for Bret Hart got that fever that one time and they took the IC belt off him and gave it to the Mountie. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> hey, to be fair, Sorg, the Mountie was handsome, he was brave, and he was strong. He was a Mountie. And he enforced, enforced the, the law. Anyways, what's your, what did he say? What's your finish? Know your brand, you know, uh, the, the, the little part we talk about, the, like, you know, what we feel is successful, I think, as a whole here, uh, that little part where they're, you know, it, it's a little piece of themselves. It actually says that Vince sits down with a lot of the guys and, uh, and, and tries to figure, you know, help figure out what are they inside and kind of help bring that out, you know, you get to know them. So that's pretty cool that Vince has a hands on touch with, with wrestling and everything. Go check that out. Uh, I well, It was some wrestling documentary that showed him actually sit. It was beyond the mat. Yeah. He sat down with, 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 with uh, draws. draws and, yeah. draws. you know, worked up the puking gimmick. I don't, I don't know if that was the greatest example of that. Well, uh, well if you read, <laughs> if you read Foley's first book, yeah. Foley also describes his first meeting with Vince McMahon. They talk about mankind the mutilator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, 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 uh, Undertaker was first Kane the Undertaker, and there's all these sketch-ups and everything. Now, now, granted, in the 90s was really a time of, they were over-embellishing, you know. Uh, since, I think you could talk about since then, they've gone back to that inner character. Cause it always was characters before then. It was Brutus the Barber Beefkick. It was Greg the Hammer Valentine. It was, uh, you know, American Ricky Dream. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Papa yeah. Shango. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's been known as, yeah, Papa Shango. Has been, has been that for how long? But his second run in WWE, they, WWF, they decided to actually dress him up like a dragon and breathe fire. As far as I've been able to tell, he wasn't known as the dragon until WWE. No, I, no, he was. No, uh, no, he was. Sorg, no, 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 no. He was definitely the dragon the first time in WWF because he had a pet dragon, a kimono dragon he brought no, to the ring. When no, he was I know that, Jay. but before that. Okay. Before his first time in WWF, okay. he was just known as Ricky Steamboat. See, now most of the WCW stuff I see is probably after that first WWF run. So you're probably yes. correct in that. So I'd be interested to find that out, uh, you know, off air or something. So, uh, but if you want more from this, uh, uh Dave Lagan has got his blog over at IWantWrestling.com. I love the title of this. It's uh, uh, under this says, "Are you getting? Are you getting what you want?" Tweet and hashtag I want wrestling. So uh, I'm sure he's out there. Uh, you know, got a search for that. So give him a shout. So, um, in at, at Lagana, L-A-G-A-N-A, over on Twitter, give him a shout out. I know he said hi to us today and say, what's up, man? You know, uh, in, uh, hey, come on the show sometime. Hi, thank you, Dave Lagana. <laughs> Another shout out, uh, to friend of the show, Chris Maverick got a hold of me today. His, uh, site over at elseworld.com. He's got a little bit 
of a survey uh, for uh, I think it's a project, something he's working on. Um, so it, it, it's 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 a, it's. A, I did I did check it out. You and did I, sent I have I'm not I haven't had time to do this yet. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, here we go over a little bit, kind of give a little bit of a shout out. It, it's a really cool concept, uh, from what I skimmed earlier. Uh, uh, survey wrestling move analysis. Uh, basically, he has a list of wrestling moves. Uh, it says a whole survey for you. And, and stuff like he's got some moves like sit down backbreaker, stone cold stunner, springboard kick, hulking up, <laughs> frog splash, cross face, all the way down to <laughs> more cowbells in here. I didn't realize that. Styles clash, people's elbow. Uh, tombstone power driver, 15 moves in all, uh, that you rate in believability, difficulty, danger, harmful, excitement. So, hmm. uh, let's see if we, let's see if it, What see. exactly is a more cowbell? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. There's a video attached. I, I've heard, I've heard of a lot of different wrestling moves given my current employment. <laughs> I've never, ever heard of a more cowbell. You know, the more cowbell. So, um, but go, go check that out. He, and, I, I'm really interested. There's a YouTube video attached. I'm not sure if that's a demonstration of these moves. Maybe it could be. So, uh, but yeah, give a shout out. He's always got cool stuff going on there. I got my 365 concept off of him. Uh, and, you know, from we talked about it before on the show and on awesome cast and everything. Oh, actually this video is all the moves. There's Abyss doing a sit down backbreaker. It looks like. Um, shock treatment. So we'll see what the more cowbell is at some point. Oh, there's Wrestler X doing the uh, Cripper Crossface. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Elseworld.com. We'll have the link over there at uh, delicious.com/slash/wrestling-mayhem. Yeah. I thought I confused it for a second. So that's all the news I have for this week, guys. If anybody else wants to toss um, in there real quick, Sork. Mm-hmm. We have the four. Man Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, we did talk about it a little bit earlier. Now, it is my I, absolute seen... favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. I like Royal I, Rumble seen... like I like nothing else. <laughs> I, I've seen a bunch of tweets of people bad mouthing this and asking if WWE even has 40 men on their roster mm-hmm. to do a 40 man Royal Rumble. So Mad Mike did the math, and um, I counted all the su- all the superstars on Raw and SmackDown. Okay, yeah, all the male superstars. This is discounting any female superstars or any announcers. Um, and Raw basically has thirty three, SmackDown has twenty one. Okay, so right away that's enough for a forty man battle royal. Almost a, now, a even fifty. Fifty. Yeah, you can you can have a fifty man battle royal. You could have fifty four ish. If you wanted but, to. But um yeah. even if you even if you take out the guys because I've also taken out the pe- the four people who we know are in title matches. Yes. Because they've never said that the losers of the WWE title match and the world title match can't be in the Royal Rumble match. And it's itself. happened before. Like like I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see Randy Orton in there. If the Miz beats him, same thing with Dolph Ziggler, if Edge wins, or you know, vice versa on both those matches. Mm-hmm. Well, I've also taken out the people who either have not been on TV for a very long time, mm-hmm. guys like uh, William Regal or The Undertaker, obviously, and guys who are currently injured and we don't oh, know Eagle. when they're coming back, like Goldust, Eagle was on Evan last Bourne, night. or Finley, or something like that. 
Sure, Regal was on and, last night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. He had the match with Daniel Bryan. But still, given that, but he supposedly retired in England, so who knows what that means? But even with that, and I even took out guys like Triple H, who's retired. Yeah, we still have forty-two people in all of WWE, and this is with no surprises, no yeah. surprise entries like maybe a Chris Jericho or a Booker T or a Hacksaw Jim Duggan or you know whoever you want to <laughs> throw in there. With no surprise entries, there are still 42 men. So I have a feeling this is going to be a fantastic Royal Rumble. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Still haven't figured out where I'm seeing it yet. Um, <laughs> but I hear Justin has a nice house. Y- there you go. Um, <laughs> this is one of those deals where it's like, hey, you know, we, we, we complain about pay-per-views that aren't worth it. But, uh, you know, got to say Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. Those ones are usually worth it. So uh, always worth it. I've never, never put down money for one of those pay per views and been disappointed. You know, exactly. Not to the oh, point where I want my money that, back. Except for that one time where I had to go to work and had the fucking Royal Rumble spoiled for me. Wrestle fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle fans a fucker. <laughs> I'm, fucking, right. I'm straight up and down turning my phone off <laughs> during the Royal. All right, guys, let's get into it. Awesome Kong, that'd be a tremendous entrance. Um, ladies, I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, yeah. oh yeah, after, they, in the they did mention the two women on on the rundown. All right, guys, we got to wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. Matt, Mike, aside Yo. from your number crunching, what did you learn from wrestling this week? What did I? Sorry, I have learned so many things. So so much this week. So so much. So many things. Um. I think one Just of the biggest one. things I learned is that Matt hates it when people call him the White Awesome Kong. <laughs> Did he respond to you? That's no, no. But, alright, uh, side note, when I was watching TNA, the image, hold on, can someone pull this up if anyone has it? Hold on, let me see hold if on, I can let me, let me, let me bring it up searches. for you. Give, give, me a, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um, when, when you're watching the the next TNA show take a very very close look at um the imagery they have for Matt Hardy when he shows up on TNA um he does the exact same face as Awesome Kong and <laughs> Awesome Kong is, is a is a very nice woman and and she doesn't deserve yeah. that she doesn't deserve to be associated with Matt Hardy in any way, form, or fashion. It, it's it's just really kind of sad. <laughs> like, Jeez. I'm trying to. Okay. Russell fan, what did you learn this week from from? I learned trying to see if I can this find week. This. Uh, I learned that uh, CM Punk uh, is a master manipulator because. He to boot him in the face and still nothing. Oh. That is that that is weird mind trickery. And I don't I don't want to understand it, but I just gotta say, all hail CM Punk. <laughs> he will not shut up. We will not have him shut up. Uh, <laughs> DJ Lunchbox, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, well, what I learned from wrestling this week is actually pretty sad. Um, I, I learned it while I was talking to you, and it was a stark realization that, 
Um, we re- we all used to be really big fans of the Hardys and the Hurricane, <clears throat> and now we just they make us angry and rant. You know, they've mm-hmm. the the things the things that they did that made us fans. Uh, they are just not interested in doing anymore. And it's a shame. It's a real shame. So there would have been a time where I was happy, happy, ecstatic to just the notion that Jeff Hardy might be the face of any company. Uh, and now it, it, it really makes me sick because he's a fucking, you know, Jeff Hardy, you know? So that's what I learned. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, John. Yes, sir. What did you, what did you learn from wrestling this what did week? I learned mm-hmm. from wrestling this week, man. What did, what what stuck out for me? What stuck out for me? I'm excited. <laughs> we always joke about that NWO Wolfpack split, but I'm terribly excited for uh, uh, the Nexus Blue uh, is kind of the name I, we have for it now. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll find out this week what's going on with that. Uh, maybe it's something because well, well they had the Caesar speech. Uh, with, with Wade Barrett. And I do love that he is a, a, a heel and not a cowardly heel to a point that he goes over, goes after the biggest lion or whatnot. Um, I mean, that's, I, I think that's really cool. And, 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 uh, he doesn't really, even though he has a team behind him, he doesn't really back down, you know? So I think that's Sorgatron's. Yes. Sorgatron. Um, the two image, the two images I'm about to put in the uh, chat room. Mm-hmm. Can you please potentially do a side by side on them and be scared? I can't. I, I don't know if I can do this. To be honest, what? it's it's a little a little frightening. Jeez. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to. Uh... <laughs> okay. Um. Then can we put them on the show notes or, or something? Want, else? Maybe, because um. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it it's it's just really really scary. Like if Matt Hardy gets a tan and is that why he's the the oh they'd be the same person. <laughs> I'll work on that here. But it, like I said, I, yeah, I think that's a really good thing for SmackDown. I, I and 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 everything. I, I think SmackDown was really good this week, actually. So um, so I. I you know, that's, there's a positive for you. No, I'm no sorry. need for me to run down SmackDown for you. <laughs> that, I think oh, we... and by the way, Alberto Del Rio got another huge push on Raw. Ladies and gentlemen, Alberto Del Rio is going to win. He the did. Rumble. He did. Yeah, he's he's really kind of poised to do that if they don't do anything uh, interesting with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, hold on. Actually, I, I about got this up. Uh, please bear with me if your connections go a little odd. Okay, there's the new Matt Hardy, the new and improved. Matt Hardy, uh, going to, and there's Awesome Kong. Matt Hardy. All he has to do, Awesome Kong. All he has to do is raise his fist. All he has to. Do is, it, wow. It's really kind of scary. These are the official TNA picks too, aren't they? Yeah. Wow. I think that's the reason why he got the braids. The, they're like, hey, we're missing a big black woman with braids. Can you fill the, the gap, <laughs> so to speak? And then Matt. He's like, I've always wanted to be a big black woman. <laughs> Finally, after all these years, my dreams realized. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you for been joining us here. This has been. Please join us at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Of course, we got plenty of other content from from other people over at, at SorgatronMedia.com. Again, I want to thank everybody that made last week awesome that came out, Brave the Blizzard, and uh, everybody there at the Sharp Edge Bistro uh, on Penn Avenue uh, here in downtown Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, you get fantastic people. Thank you for hosting us. At Mindy Min, give her a shout out for, for helping us set the whole thing up there. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us here. Uh, please join us next week. Uh, we're here, uh, live.sorgatronmedia.com. There's a link over there, uh, on the website for, to go into that page. Uh, join us 8 p.m. Eastern right there every Tuesday. Uh, unless we got anything and, and follow us here on, uh, uh, at Mayhem Show or, or, WrestlingMayhemShow.com for the updates. If we do move anything, if we're doing any special events or anything, like last week with our Sharp Edge on Bistro, uh, Sharp Edge Bistro on Pen <laughs> thing. Um, and of course, please contact us. Good times <laughs> at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, uh, as well as 412-206-WMS-0-9670. Check out the gold app on iTunes on the Android store. Thank you, everybody. Mad Mike, thanks for joining us from the Bronx, sir. Uh, thank you, Sorg. And I do have one thing hmm. that I want to plug. This is no longer dashing, Mad Mike. This is just Mad Mike. Uh, it's a little secret project I've been working on. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Um, I have a new blog up. It's called Crisis of Infinite Mikes. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy comics, if you enjoy nerdery if you know what the hell this shirt means i guarantee you will love my blog uh is me and a friend here um also named mike um who uh, we just decided to do this blog and have a lot of fun with it crisis of infinite mics dot wordpress dot com uh you can also follow us on twitter at crisis of mics on twitter please follow us that's how you'll know when we update the blog and coming soon hopefully this weekend i am going to compare the four current playoff teams left in the nfl and the four playoff teams that were just defeated in the nfl to superhero teams so hopefully it'll come out as well as it does in my head (laughs) fantastic sir uh and of course uh from texas Wrestle fan, I've been enjoying your yes. your your stuff. I've been enjoying your uh your your your, your live blogs. Please keep it up. I I've been I've been enjoying making them. And I uh, if you want to go uh, go to uh, YouTube.com/slashwrestlefan2000, subscribe, uh, leave comments because uh, I love feedback, and that's what makes me a better uh, blogger of sorts. Wrestle um, fan, wrestle fan. Before you do another vlog while you're driving. I, I do have a request. Please listen to the song Stan by Eminem, and you will see why that is a fucking horrible idea. <laughs> what? <laughs> just saying. Oh, what? Just saying. To Eminem or driving in. Yeah. No, listen to the song Stan by Eminem, and you will hear why recording things while you're driving is a bad fucking idea. All right. And I'm, for- I'm a great multi- and also from the other side of town or no his deep secret lair dj lunchbox thank you again for joining us he's been happy to be here (laughs) happy to be here and uh i i really have nothing going on except for you know work and having a job and trying to put my life together and be a grown-up so um so once i get all that accomplished more soon Mm -hmm. 
Fantastic. And of course, check me out, Sorgatron.com, all the stuff, SorgatronMedia.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys next week. This has been the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are out. Here's some basic sickness, as every week now, with our new theme. Enjoy. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time and attack. Don't give up what you want.